Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, your weekly dose of accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. Here's your host, Mike Jezoshek, CPA. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Mike Jezoshek, and I'm excited for you to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about some basics and some things you need to know about how just in general, how taxes work. Because as we get closer to year end and we're going through kind of year end strategies, this is a concept that I want people to understand because it's going to play an important role into how much in taxes you think you might have to pay and kind of what that looks like. And this is an area that oftentimes raises questions, people have confusion about. And so that's why I want to take some time to really kind of deep dive into it. All right. So let's talk about kind of the basics. First off, what is profit in your business? And because this profit is such an important number that we're going to talk about soon, but this profit is what you get taxed on for most small business owners. So let's understand what that profit is. Your profit is very simply your sales minus your expenses. So if you have 100000 in sales, you have $75,000 in expenses, your profit is $25,000. So profit is sales minus expenses. And that, again, that number is important because that's how most entities are going to be taxed at when we talk about for small business owners. So the next concept that I want to talk about is this idea of a pass-through entity. And most businesses that we work with are operating as a pass-through entity. A pass-through entity would be a sole proprietorship. A pass-through entity would be a single-member LLC, a partnership, an S-corporation. Those are all what are considered pass-through entities or flow-through entities. Now, if you have a business that's operating as a C corporation, that would not be a flow-through entity, but every other business would be. So let's talk about this concept of a pass-through entity. Basically, with a pass-through entity, from the federal level, there is no tax to that entity at the federal level. All the income that goes on within that business flows through or passes through to you personally, which is where you pay the taxes on it. And again, we're paying the taxes on the profit of the business. So let's go back to that example. $100,000 in sales. $75,000 in expenses, you have $25,000 in profit. That's going to be what the business profits. At the federal level, there's going to be no tax on that $25,000 at the business level, but it's going to flow through to you personally, which is where you're going to report that profit of $25,000 on your personal return and then pay the taxes on it. Now, a concept that I want to talk about with profit and pass through entity is that that $25,000, whether you leave it in the business or take it out, you're taxed on it. So you're taxed on the profit of the business regardless on if you leave it in the business or take it out. And that's also a point of confusion that a lot of people have when we're talking to small business owners. Now, if you're a C corporation, this is completely different. With a C corporation, you have your business tax return and you get taxed at the federal level and then you get double tax then when you distribute that those funds to the owner. So that's kind of the idea behind the C corp. We don't see a ton of that with your everyday small business source. That's why we want to talk, focus on this pass-through entity concept. Again, let's go through that again. The profit of your business If you're a pass-through or flow-through entity, which is going to be a sole prop, a single-member LLC, a partnership, an S-corporation, the profit of your business activity is going to flow through to you personally, which is where you are then going to pay taxes on the profit of that business. So let's talk about how we are going to be filing for each of these entities, because again, that's something we want to be thinking about because tax season, before you know it, is going to be here and we're going to start filing for those entities. So each entity has a different type of way that we report that income or the activity of that business to the IRS. And so if you're operating as a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC with no S-corp election, 
you're going to file that tax return and that business information on the Schedule C. And that Schedule C is just a form that's attached to your Form 1040, your personal tax return. So if you're operating as a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC with no S-Corp election, you're just going to file your business activity on a Schedule C on your personal tax return, Form 1040. If you're operating as a partnership, you're going to file that business activity on a partnership tax return, which is Form 1065. And then you're going to get a K-1 from that partnership, which is what you're going to use to report that income on your personal tax return. Form 1040. So you're going to have a separate business tax return that then flows through and and gets reported on your personal tax return. Same thing with an S corporation. If you're operating as an S corporation, you're going to have a Form 1120S, which you file that S corp tax information to. That's going to be a separate business tax return. And you're going to get a K-1 from that 1120S that you use to then report the income from that activity onto your personal tax return. So that's kind of the basics understanding. You get taxed on the profit of your business regardless of if you take it out or leave it into your business. And we're going to go through an example a little bit later. The next thing we want to talk about is paying yourself, because this is all something we want to think about too as we we get to year end. How do you pay yourself in your business? And this question surprisingly comes out quite a bit. And it's something that business owners just don't quite understand, especially if you've come from an area where you were a W-2 employee and not used to being a business owner. This can be something that's really hard to understand. So when we talk about a pass-through entity, so proprietorship, single-member LLC, partnership, as corporation, there's kind of three options that we talk away about of how you can pay yourself as the owner of the business. And you can do an owner's draw or distribution, or you can do payroll. And if you're a partnership, you can do guaranteed payments. But let's focus on just kind of those solo owners right now. Again, partnership guaranteed payments, which is similar to an owner's draw or a distribution. Now, an owner's draw or a distribution, this is going to be just simply transferring money from your business account to your personal account. That's it. You know, there's a lot of things like, do I have to withhold taxes? Do I have to do this? Do I have to do it a certain way? It's very simple. You transfer the money from your business account to your personal account, and that's called an owner's draw or a distribution. And that's it. Now, the key thing to think about when we do owner's draws or owner's distributions is that they do not reduce the profit of your business. They are not an expense to your business. And that's a key concept that we want to think about because a lot of people, let's say you have $100,000, you had expenses of $75,000, so that's $25,000 in profit, and you transfer that $25,000 to your personal account. Some people might think, well, there's $0 in my business bank account, so there should be no taxes on this, right? Wrong, because that $25,000 that you transferred from your business bank account in the form of an owner's draw or distribution was not an expense to your business. So it didn't reduce your profit. And remember, profit is what we pay taxes on. So an owner's draw distribution would be something you would do as a sole proprietorship, a single member LLC, a partnership, an S corporation. That's going to be how you pay yourself as an owner. Now, remember, when we talk about S corporations, you're required to take a reasonable salary as the owner of an S corporation. So payroll is going to be a big key part that you're going to have to report as an S corporation owner. Now, with a sole proprietorship, a single member LLC that's not an S corporation or a partnership, you are legally not required to pay yourself W-2 payroll as an owner of the company. So this payroll piece for the owners is only going to come into play when we're talking about an S corporation. Everybody else, how you pay yourself is going to be owner's draw or distribution. And again, if you're a partnership, you might have guaranteed payments as well. But for business owners that are an S corporation, you're going to have payroll, your reasonable salary, your W-2 payroll that you're required to pay yourself as an S corporation. And then you're going to have owner draw and distributions which is going to be that money over and above that payroll amount. Now, for those S corporation owners, that payroll piece 
is a deduction to the business, is an expense to the business. So if you have $100,000 in sales, you have $75,000 in expenses, $25,000 left over, and you pay yourself $25,000 in W-2 payroll, that is an expense to the business, and now your profit in your business is going to be zero. However, one thing to consider is that W-2 payroll that you paid yourself means that you get a W-2. So you're still paying taxes on that $25,000. It's just in the form of payroll or W-2. So that is a concept we want to go through. Again, how do you pay yourself? If you're a sole proprietorship, single member LLC with no S-corp election, a partnership, you're going to pay yourself via owner's draw and distribution. Transfer money from your business account to your personal account. There is no deduction for that. That is not considered an expense to the business. If you're a partnership, you might have guaranteed payments to some of your partners as well. And if you're an S corporation, you're going to have payroll, which is required. So you're going to have payroll for a portion of your pay as the owner. And then anything over and above payroll, you're going to just take as an owner's draw or distribution. So hopefully that was helpful in getting some of that initial idea of, okay, how does this whole tax thing work? How is my business taxed? Because I, I don't really know. So many people look at their business bank account and that's how they determine what they're going to be taxed on. They say, well, I don't got any money in my business bank account. So that means I'm going to have not to pay any taxes because there's no money in the business bank account. So we couldn't have made any money where they might have been taking draws and distributions to themselves as owners over that course of time. And really, those are not expenses to the business. So just going off of your bank account is not a good indication about the profit of your business or what you're going to actually be taxed on. So let's go through an example to kind of drive this home. Let's say you have sales of $400,000, expenses not related to payroll of $150,000, and then you have payroll, including the S-Corp owner, which is W-2 salary of $100,000. So let's just go through that again. Sales of $400,000, expenses of $150,000, payroll of $100,000, and then the owner took an owner draw distribution of $75,000. So let's go through like what the profit of that business is. The profit's going to be sales of $400,000 minus your expenses of $150,000 minus W-2 payroll of $100,000 means your profit is going to be $100,000 or is going to be $150,000. 400 minus 150 minus 100. So that's how we calculate that. So again, you take your sales, $400,000 minus expenses of $150,000 minus payroll, W-2 payroll of $100,000 gets you a profit of $150,000. That's what you're going to be taxed on. When that entity, when that profit flows through to you personally, you're going to have to pay taxes on $150,000. That's whether you leave that full $150,000 in the business bank account, you take it all out, or you just take portions of it out, you're going to be taxed regardless on $150,000. And so this is where some confusion might goes in because some people might say, well, Mike, my bank account in that example, in that example, we had an owner's draw of $75,000. That's not an expense to the business. That has nothing to do with profit. So a lot of people would say, well, Mike, in my bank account, and let's just say this is a new business. My bank account, we had $400,000 in sales. We had $150,000 come out in expenses. We had another $100,000 for payroll. And I took $75,000 in owner draws. So my bank account shows $75,000 left in it. That's what I should pay taxes on, right? Because that's what my bank account is. And the answer is no, because they were factoring in their owner's draw as an expense to the business. And it's not. So again, we've kind of talked about this. I'm, I'm driving this home. Just because I want to ensure that people understand this idea of profit versus what's in the bank account, because there can be very completely different things when you're considering owner draws. I also want to talk to those business owners that are maybe doing their own bookkeeping and taking owner draws and putting it as an expense. Maybe they might be saying owner pay as an expense, and they're looking at their profit and saying, hey, we're not very profitable this year, when might they might actually be profitable 
and have to pay taxes on that profit based on the owner's draw. So again, let's bring everything back to the top, the basics. Your tax on the profit of your business. That's going to be sales minus expenses equals profit. That's what you're going to pay taxes on as a pass-through entity. A pass-through entity is going to be a sole proprietorship, single-member LLC, a partnership, an S-corporation. Those are all pass-through entities, which just basically means that any of the income reported in that entity, you don't pay taxes at the entity level. It's going to flow through to you personally, which is then where you're going to pay taxes on the profit of that business personally. When we're paying ourselves, we can pay ourselves via draw, owner's draw or distribution. And there is that is not considered an expense to the business. If you're an S corporation, you're required to pay yourself payroll, a reasonable salary payroll. That is an expense to the business, but now you're also going to have a W-2, which is basically taking that income and putting it right back on your personal tax return. So just something to consider. And let's again, look through that quick example. Let's see if sales of $400,000, expenses of $150,000 and payroll of $100,000. Your profit is going to be 400 minus 150 minus 100, which is $150,000 in profit. Now, if you took $150,000 in the owner draw, if you took $100,000 as an owner draw, if you took $75,000 as an owner's draw, or if you took no money as an owner's draw, you're still paying taxes on $150,000, which is the profit of your business. So hopefully that was helpful. Again, this is a concept that I like to talk about at year end because we're coming up on tax filing season. We're coming up on what are the things we want to implement on our business before 1231 hits and understanding this concept might help because there's a lot of business owners that we talk to that are getting close to year end and they're saying, Mike, I don't have any profit. Like I don't need to do tax planning because my business is not profitable. And we start to dig into it and we say, oh, like your business is profitable, but you're considering owner's draws or distributions as an expense. And they're not. And that's why you think you're not profitable. I want to make sure that we squash that idea now because there is still time to do tax planning before 1231. If you wait to realize this until you file your tax return, that's where you're going to get stuck in a sticky situation because now you can't go back. You can't create those expenses. You can't move around that activity. You can't implement these tax strategies after year's end. So that's what we're talking about now. Hopefully that was helpful again. As we kind of close out the end of the year here, we're going to continue to touch on topics that are important to small business owners, things you need to be thinking about and implementing before 1231 hits. Because remember, once 1231 hits, most of these ideas, most of these strategies get thrown out the window and we start over again. Now there is some planning, there's some things that we can do after 1231, but most of the things, once 1231 hits, are getting thrown out the door. So hopefully that was helpful. I cannot wait to continue this journey. And remember, our goal here, my goal for you, and what we hope that you're doing with all the information that we're sharing on this podcast is taking this information implementing it in your business so you can pay the least amount in taxes as legally possible. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review and share with other business owners. You can find previous episodes and more information at www.taxsavingspodcast.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.